Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Cass, and you can listen to me uh, co-host uh, The Doctor's Companion, which is a podcast in which we talk about Doctor Who, because I like space. Hey. <laughs> yeah, look at you. All right. Today, we're talking about minute 128 of part four, Change Machine. It is going to start with Steppenwolf uh, closing his eyes as the electricity from the mother box travels up into his arm to communicate with him. Uh, And then the minute is going to end with the Omega symbol of the anti-life equation uh, being etched into the earth. Kind of a big reveal. (laughs) Big Uh, big reveal. Yeah. This is a perfectly uh, encapsulated minute, right? I mean, like, we, we get the start of the vision and, and see the end of it almost by the, the end of the minute mm-hmm. here. Kind of have a whole perfect, perfect little moment for Steppenwolf. Uh, Cass, what do, you, what do you think about this minute? What's going on? Um, I have a question. I have, like, questions about um, the dirt. Because, like, he... <laughs> <laughs> he just like takes a handful of the dirt um and then he like looks around and he's just like oh the thing we've been looking for is here and then he like explodes the dirt with his axe so like is uh, <laughs> i just it's very dramatic um which i appreciate but i also uh, like how does he know like how does he know that it's here like is it does it smell weird like can he just like sense it i i have a lot of questions i guess (laughs) um yeah that's uh, that's it's probably a great question um and there's probably a lot of different answers to it and it's gotta be it's it's one of those like classic comic book things where it's like well whoever was writing it like whatever their idea was that's what it is um Mm -hmm. because it's like it could be many things um so I think uh, right off the bat, like um, the mother boxes are, we talked about it yesterday, they're communicating with him. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's a show not tell, a big show not tell thing um, because we don't really get all that much communication between mother boxes uh, until like the very end of the movie. Right. So I think it's supposed to be like... Um, I guess maybe it is supposed to be left up and uh, you know left unknown until you do see the culmination at the end of the mother boxes actually being able to communicate but um I think it was just a a thing that was you know said to him through the vision of and it's and it's pretty much just like anti-life is here mm-hmm. it's it's hidden um you got to activate it uh, cuz he does the same exact thing in this vision that dark side does that act that dark side actually did in the past on earth hundreds of years ago oh right um so it is kind of like a you know like living in that out of body experience living in that person's shoes uh moment Mm -hmm. um now as for can he smell it (laughs) (laughs) i think there's an argument that yes he can um anti-life is you know it's not like a it's not a thing it's it's like one of those things you know they say batman has a lot they smell fear it's like yeah they they do that like you are smelling fear but like that is also correlated to 
anti-life and Mm -hmm. that equation is supposed to just be despair so like that kind of just fits in with it um and for earth to actually be the epicenter of where the anti-life equation is hidden because earth itself actually like produces anti-life humans produce that just normally um so like it's just a very strong potent I guess, uh, celestial place. Um, so can he smell it? Yeah, probably. Did he smell it when he first arrived on Earth? Obviously not. Um, so this story doesn't seem like they can, you know, do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's uh, it's just kind of like this, this aura, I guess. It's a feeling, um, mm-hmm. especially for these apocalyptic characters like Steppenwolf, who has been searching for this his entire existence, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like... It's his main thing. Like, that's his jam. He's got to find the <laughs> anti-life equation. Um, Dark Side's the same way. Like, he just knew it was there. Um, you know, why didn't... The, the question kind of comes back. It's like, well, why didn't Dark Side ever, like, go back? You know, it's like, well, there was a lot going on. There's <laughs> millions of planets. Right. Uh, that one, especially at that time, did have a Kryptonian on it, you know? So, like, that's another like big red flag um so so yeah. we have to uh, a refresher on on what steppenwolf has been doing prior to coming to earth is that he is exiled with a with a quest to claim a hundred thousand worlds he's conquered fifty thousand of them leaving another fifty thousand to be conquered so he's gone through his whole life exiled by his nephew um who is now the ruling um emperor or king of, of, of apocalypse and so it, you know it when when dark side was you know just known by uh Uxas, uh and you know he wasn't in power and he, he came here and he found the i believe it's the anti-life equation um but now i'm starting to question is it the anti-life equation or is it the life equation and he has made it into anti-life because if we look at the symbol now it has an omega symbol burned into it which disrupts and it's kind of like a it's almost like a transmutation circle right like mm-hmm. this is this is the perfect transmutation circle that would give you the philosopher's stone if you should utilize it for such purpose right and so they found this big transmutation circle that's that's hidden on earth um, and this is the equation, but now there's a big omega symbol burned into it. Um, for anyone who who bought the 4K trilogy pack um, that includes Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice, and, and now Zack Snyder's Justice League, it comes with um, these collectible cards, these big things. And so I wanted to bring it because I wanted to show it uh, a little bit on camera, but it, it comes with a collectible card of the actual full equation on here That's and of, cool. of course i couldn't i can't make sense of it i'm sure there's a reason that they designed all these these patterns and stuff and like creating this final shape of what would be um the either the life equation or the anti-life equation but there's no omega symbol in here um as there is in this minute so uh, obviously the omega symbol is usually associated with dark side yeah and so now i'm having like a chicken or egg situation where i don't know no i think you're uh, right what is burned into the ground is the life equation and then dark side gets that and then 
he basically able turned to the tarot the card anti-life. upside down yes. and said, "Now it's yeah the inverse of that." Maybe. Anti-life, com- yeah, life is anti-life is the answer. Yeah, it's oh jeez, which could I mean it 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 could be um, there's a lot we can connect here, right? I mean. If that is the case, right? So if Omega symbol is the identification of, of dark side and he's imposed his will yeah. on how he wants to use the life equation, um, the anti-life equation in a broad sense is like this mathematical calculation. Here it's more like alchemical where you can um, suppose the will of others as your own, right? Like you can... Um, kind of dominate life in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's also that idea that like, there's like this mathematical equation that equates to entropy Yeah, that all things at one point die. And you know, that's if you can conquer the anti-life equation, you control life and death and, and steer things the way you want it. So if we then look at it as it was the life equation and he m- modified it for his own destructive behavior, uh, entropic behavior then it being the life equation first correlates to man of steel with the codex um you know we, we talked about how krypton they had a skull that they were using to um create life amongst all the all the newborns with the genetic chamber but like whose skull is that you know, is that it, it, that would be like taking the the body of Christ or something, right? Yeah. And like the skull using, of Ra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like using people's body parts, like these these old engineers or, or, or predecessors of, of Kryptonians, to create new life. And so they're using the body of, of of an ancient being. But there's all these scriptures on the skull, right? And then there's also that question of like, well, you have a skull. Where's the rest of the body? You know, are there other pieces of this celestial being dispersed amongst the universe? Um, weird questions like that and so the there was a a notion amongst the fandom of course because we never really get answers in this universe because nobody wants to see any more of these movies (laughs) is that you know you take the codex you hide it in the child which is kal-el superman you send him to earth uh his cousin has been here already kara zor-el is is somewhere um buried in the ice and, and no one knows her whereabouts but if the life equation is here did they also hide the life equation here and the codex is related to it? Superman is the life equation key. And, you know, that was something that we wanted to explore later. But, of course, when Uxus got here during the Age of Heroes, he's modified it to the anti-life equation um, with the help of the Apocalyptic priests. And so he's never been able to obtain it again. They kept it hidden all these eons and centuries and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, maybe... <laughs> That's like a huge nerd vomit, but like maybe that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. So is the so so because yes. because they were here like thousands and thousands of years ago, and Darkseid like messed up the 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 area with his just like Darksideness. It mm-hmm. turned it into the anti-life equation, and then they had to leave fast. Like right, like he he had to retreat, so like he's never been able to find what he did. Is that am I following that correctly? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're following that perfectly. Yes. He. um, Yeah. Yeah. He he managed to. I I guess in this line of conversation, Darkseid found out that the life equation was on Earth, Mm -hmm. and then implemented 
his own anti-life equation and influence that. Okay. And then like they were completing that process of essentially making Earth a version of Apocalypse, just another entropic uh, hellscape mm-hmm. of a planet. Um, and then right before that happened, it's like, oh, they got... Right. You know, the, the heroes took over. So it is just very much like a last-minute, last-ditch effort kind of thing. So, Buzzer beater. So if they... If they activate the unity and everything goes according to their plan, will like activating the unity activate the anti-life equation? Like that's what he wants to do, or does yeah. he have to do that like every plant? Oh, okay, so it would just spread throughout well, the universe, or well, yeah, but that's also the thing about Earth. So like Earth is also like <laughs> center of the galaxy, yeah, 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 <laughs> in, in this world. Um, so like Earth is special, like. Um, and for Earth to be turned into another apocalypse, um, that would kind of, yeah, broaden the reach of anti-life and then pretty much just able to spread that wherever you wanted. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. anti-life is on apocalypse. It's just like manufactured kind of thing. It's, it's you know, it's it's removing well, the yeah, free they're... will and, you know, they're, they're turning people into parademons and right. then bringing mm-hmm. them there. It's like it's... Um, it's different than the life equation occurring naturally on a planet and then turning that into anti-life, mm. which was something yeah. that was done in Final Crisis. Like that was, that's another thing. Like Final Crisis, like the the very minutia parts of Final Crisis really played a big part of just this storytelling, um, just to like understand uh the the like battle. Happened. Yeah, like oh, just okay. to understand what was happening, just to understand why apocalypse is so focused on earth mm-hmm. like it's really not just because there's the last kryptonian there that's a whole nother thing like the kryptonians do have an influence within the life equation obviously and earth also has that naturally um so like you know put the two and two together it's like okay obviously earth needed to be protected krypton was protected but destruction so they sent Superman. So they sent Superman to go to protect the, the life equation, or at least and at have first some you're thinking, part oh, that's of it. Just, you just you just picked Earth randomly, like oh yeah. how convenient. But it's, it's, like, it's no. more so like they knew back then that this is where, and they they kept it hidden, kind yeah. of thing. Um, there now now because this minute, as we're talking about it, it can get confusing, right? Because now we have two MacGuffins. We have the mother boxes and what they can do with the unity, and we have the anti life equation. Right which can do its own thing. And, and there are two different end goals where um, the mother boxes and the unity will terraform the planet to be this hell pit apocalypse. You know, they, they make all the worlds look like that mm-hmm. and dark side will rule that. Um, and then the anti-life equation would control People. life. Yeah. Yes. And so that would be two different things. So what we see at the end of the movie is, is the unity happening where it's, it, it, that has been success succeeded um but not the anti-life equation so uh, of course we do get a vision of what it would be like if dark side does have the anti-life equation but that's a totally different thing it's more like the mother box is terraform and then anti-life might be more enslavement yeah um and then i and resistance because the same exact thing would have you know was happening on um new genesis as well before they they had a whole apocalyptic fight as well. Like that was a whole thing, and and New Genesis, you know, obviously won, and the New Gods won, and then Dark Side was kicked out and everything, and all that stuff. So, 
Yeah. It's very much like the same exact thing was happening on the gods' worlds. Now it's happening on the gods of man's world. There is like, so there is like, it's mentioned in in other stories as well. Um, Cass, I don't know if you saw The Sandman on Netflix recently. Um, I haven't watched the whole thing yet. No. Yeah, I remember that there's a battle with uh, Gwendolyn Christie is Lucifer. Yeah, and, and they had that kind of battle, and uh, you know it's kind of like the a end. Ma- Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but her final her final uh, champion to fight Sandman is the anti life equation, mm. where she says like anti life, you know, the entropy would win over anything mm-hmm. because it is. Decay. It it's is just natural. A, yeah, it's like, just at the some end. point we all die. Right. Um, and then of course he he retaliates with hope, which is what Superman stands for. And that is the life equation and that through all the fear and everything out of Pandora's box, at the bottom of it lies hope. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and so that's why it would win. Um, and that that's what the anti-life equation would do in Dark Side's possession, is that I if I remember correctly in Final Crisis he turns Wonder Woman, like Wonder Woman succumbs to the anti-life equation to show what it's like if Wonder Woman loses all hope and and bends to the will of the anti-life equation. And then so she too is like, there's nothing but death at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. And she's she's like um, now one of Darkseid's like most revered warriors in in his destruction. Yeah, she's a fury and everything, yeah. Yeah, for death and chaos. But we depend on Superman in any iteration, not just this movie, but in anything, he's our beacon of hope and the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And so he's supposed to be not just figurative, but literally there's hope like in his DNA now with the codex and the life equation key um, that he's like, he is born a hero uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he also chooses to be, which is very important. <laughs> um, there's a there's a, a comic book writer and an illustrator, um, Tom Scholey. Uh, I've talked about him before and um, he does a lot of uh, DC and like Marvel stuff and his illustrations are just excellent in my opinion. It's a lot of like... Because um, he both writes and He draws. writes and, and it's a it's really wordy and it is like this conversation that we were just having. It's nonsense. It's, so it's one it's person just, having it with himself. Yeah. And like he's getting, and he gets really into it. Um, one thing that he is very good at, and it's what, you know, you can pull from his works and stuff, um, is that he was really in tune with what Jack Kirby was doing, especially with the new gods um, mm-hmm. and just Jack Kirby in general. Um, so Tom Scioli's like some of his like super friends and like his Superman stories do revolve heavily on those really minutia things like uh, the, the, the beacon of hope and just that whole allegory and, and, you know, all of that. Um, but also when he, uh, took a break and was doing, not took a break when he was doing, um, independent works, he came out with his own series called Godland. And it was very much the same kind of beats as this apocalypse versus, uh, you know, Kryptonian on earth kind of fight. Um, he has a champion who was a human that, you know, got into a, a, a celestial accident and is now, a, a, you know, a super being that is, you know, evolved. Um, and essentially he's fighting entropy throughout the entire series. It's just this whole fear of, you know, entropy and, and everything must come to an end. It's always going to end. It's really meta, especially because it's, you know, a book and it's obviously going to have an end and everything like mm-hmm. that. But 
um, his hero is really drawn, uh, pulled a lot from uh, like a new Genesis type of being. He uses a lot of Kirby dots and all of that stuff. Um, but like, I, I, he was just another guy that like understood this type of storytelling where it's just like, this is a bomb and you like, you're going to get lost. It's okay to get lost. We'll, we'll pick it back up. And also anything that you think could be a result of, of these, you know, uh, massive ideas, butting heads. Like you also are right within your ideas of thinking. Cause that's kind of like a broad, just reason for like entropy and anti-life mm-hmm. and life. It's it, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like what you give it. Like you are the one to break that process by introducing hope and not succumbing to the darkness and everything. So it's really just yeah. kind of really uh, metaphysical when you're reading all these things, especially that that <laughs> yeah, Godland like series. When I'm cleaning the house, right? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm dusting things and I'm getting all the dust and I'm like I'm fighting, I'm fighting entropy yep. with order. Yeah, I'm keeping this place from turning to an absolute shithole. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and what, what publisher was that for? Uh, Godland. What, I think it was. That wasn't ID, a, I think it was IDW. IDW. Okay, I, I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think next time we exchange books, I'll have to pick that one up from you. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. Well, so we've talked a lot about the anti-life equation today. Um, a lot about Stephen Wolf discovering it. You know, being this is a, this is a vision shown by uh, the mother boxes to Stephen Wolf to let them know that they have found it here on this earth after searching for so long. Um, is there any other notes that you guys have for this minute? Cause I know it does bleed into tomorrow where he explains his discovery to Desaad. Um, is there anything anyone else had for this minute in particular? Uh, I think it was a good choice. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, go, go, go for it. I was going to say, I, I think it was a good choice to actually um, like <laughs> his eyes the the whites the pupils like everything about like it looks uh very clean Mm. it doesn't look like uh just it doesn't look like a cgi monster i think it kind of just gives him another layer of a being you know um maybe to connect with him a little bit more i don't know it's just the eyes and him like looking around and everything looked way better than just you know i don't i don't know it was sunken or like you know red eyes or anything like that like he has real eyeballs like a human <laughs> big old anime eyes yeah no i think i think the the cgi um in this is is really good um it's amazing what you can do when you like don't rush a project um, yeah and i i really like like all of the attention to detail like with like especially like i like his armor like his armor is constantly moving and like the eyes they look very like like you said he doesn't look like he's a cgi thing standing in a a real place like he's it looks like he belongs there um Mm -hmm. and i mean probably the surrounding is also cgi but like it looks really good um and i like the design of his weapon Um, oh yeah! I like the head of the axe. I think that's really cool. Uh, does it always do the lightning thing when he uses it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's like his uh, his electro his axe. That he, yeah. Okay. It's it's yeah. badass. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it is very cool. Yeah. No, I I, I love um, you know yeah yeah because it's all a CGI world. It, it blends in a lot better, and so it looks very clean as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
love to know that when you discover something um, that is so successful into your life that all you have to do is just scream real loud into the into the into the nether void. Yeah, he he's having a lot of big feelings right now. <laughs> he, he he lets it all out, you know, the victory screech. So uh, yeah, he looks fantastic. I I, I love his claws; they're like very black talons mm-hmm. that he has. Um, so just. I've always loved the shape of his hand as well. There's so so many things like anatomically about this Steppenwolf that I just find so fascinating and I gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Um, I always love a good creature design. Yeah. So it's fantastic. All right. We're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover our show as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can chat with us on Twitter at DCEU Minute. And if you'd like to hear more bonus content, we also have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.